When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Ken Absuck, and this is Daily Thrones, a quick look at the world of ice and fire. And I can't stop talking about Game of Thrones, even when I'm on other shows, talking about other things. I do it a lot in Star Wars, and when I'm talking about Game of Thrones, I do reference Star Wars a lot. That's fair, but I did just today taping Star Wars Rebel Review for Collider Video, talking about Saw Gerrera and the Partisans, and how he very proudly doesn't fight with honor. And how Mon Mothma and the rest of the forming Rebel Alliance tries to fight with honor, tries to use politics. And where's that getting them? Where's that getting them with the Empire? And without thinking about it, it made me think about Braun. Before he was Sir Braun of the Blackwater, when he stood up for Tyrion Lannister at the Vale and fought Lysa Aaron's champion, Servardus, killed him. And Liza Aaron yells, you did not fight with honor. Bronn says, no, but he did. It's interesting how much Game of Thrones can seep into other things. I love talking about it. I think there's great life lessons in there. Now, is Bronn's moment a great life lesson? You know, I, I do want you guys to be honorable, be full of honor. Yeah, that, that's a good thing in theory. I don't want you to shy away from that, but... It's also a good moment when fighting your battles. We all have battles to fight. Never underestimate your enemy. Never. Never. I guess play fair? Nah, play fair. Play like brawn. Fight to win. Fight to win. That's why I love Sir Braun. What's your favorite brawn moment? Let me know. We also talked about yesterday what our favorite minor houses are. Uh, Mark on on the comments agreed with me that House Dane is one of the better minor houses, and House Went, it's a good one too. We got some calls right now about your favorite minor houses. You guys call in and give me your favorite Braun moments. Let's pay our respects. He's not dead yet, to Sir Braun of the Blackwater. Hey Ken, so one of my favorite minor houses that definitely qualifies as a minor house are the Cassells, who are sworn to the Starks. I'm not even sure if they have a lands of their own, but House Cassell gave us two notable characters early in the story, Sir Roger Cassell, the Winterfell Master at Arms, and Jory Cassell, the captain of Ned Stark's household guard. Roderick and Jory are quickly established as good and loyal men, trusted by Ned Cat and all their children, ready and willing to give their lives for their liege lords, which sadly they do. One of the first deaths that really got me in the show is when Jamie puts a dagger through Jory's eye just one episode after they were reminiscing about the Greyjoy Rebellion together. Roderick's death in Season 2 being executed by Theon as Bran and Rickon look on in horror is another great death I think sometimes gets overlooked. Roderick's last words, Hush child, I'm off to see your father, and God's help you, Theon Greyjoy, now you are truly lost, are some of the best in the series, I think. Expanding out a bit, Jory's father, Martin Cassell, was one of Ned's companions at the Tower of Joy who died there trying to rescue Lyanna. Those Cassells, they just keep on dying for the Starks. They seem to be gone, but they're most certainly not forgotten. Hey, Ken. Just a couple of thoughts here uh, after listening to the last couple of posts. Um, Number one, I think my favorite minor house, solely because of what they've given us, both in the show and books, would be House Rain. They're mentioned enough to, I feel, qualify as my favorite minor house. And they also spur on one of my favorite pieces of lore and that's you know the reigns of castamere and that the the story surrounding it 
And also, that is one of my favorite pieces of music in any piece of entertainment ever. So, uh, there's that. And then I had another question about Game of Thrones Conquest. So I've started playing, I've joined the game uh, with Daily Thrones. And I'm wondering, can uh, I just figured out that you can move around the map. Is is everyone congregating in an area on the map, like Castle Black, Winterfell, anything like that? Um, so yeah, just wondering. Uh, thanks for taking the call, and hope you have a great night. Ken, one of my absolute all-time favorite moments with our good buddy Braun is uh, something that can go very easily overlooked, but I think it's important. Uh, it takes place in, I believe, your favorite episode, Blackwater. It is the uh, kind of the semi-confrontation that Bronn has with Sandor Clegane, the Hound. Uh, when the Hound just calls him out saying, Oh, you think you're a hard man, huh? No, you're just a killer like me, but smaller. And it looks like those two are just about to face off. Bronn puts his hand on his special little hidden dagger on his back and... Saved by the bell, quite literally. And then the both of them share one more round before the war. I think that's a really cool, intense moment. It's not the first time they meet, but it is very, very memorable. That's my favorite Braun moment. Hey, Ken, so my favorite Braun moment, there are a lot. He, he's, he's, just, he's just such a great character, but I think my favorite Braun moment actually happened this past season, in Season 7, and it is during the Field of Fire, Part 2, when he hits Drogon with the scorpion arrow. Now, I don't mean that because I wanted Drogon to die, but I didn't want Bronn to die, number one, I have to be honest, and I really thought he was going to, so when he hits Drogon, I had a feeling, I'm like, Bronn is going to make it out of this alive, and the smile on his face, I called it his Jaws moment, I thought it was absolutely incredible, him saving Jamie at the very end was great, so I'm going with that for my favorite Bronn moment. Uh, my favorite Braun moment is actually in two parts. The first part being when he's talking to the Hound just before the uh, Battle of Blackwater and paralleling that with Jamie and Braun talking on the wall just before uh, the fight and them taking over Highgarden. And in both instances, you understand Braun's motivation and what, how Braun sees the world and what and his place in it. That he is a man of simple needs, simple desires, and his, his willingness to go get both of those things fulfilled. Uh, explaining that why men like him fight and grab gold is for the instrument between his legs. Uh, that's his motivation. This is why he does what he does. This is why guys in his position do what they do. Uh, you understand Braun's place in the world, and that's why we love him. Thanks. We inadvertently got on a brawn discussion today here on Daily Thrones. I didn't set out to have that be part of the day, and then he just popped in my head while I was reviewing Star Wars Rebels on Collider video, and now you guys have responded with some great brawn moments. And if you've got more out there, check in. Let us know your favorite brawn moment. Mark and Kevin from Three Talk Cocktail Questions have a similar moment similar answers that spurns different conversations um just that moment before the battle of blackwater where the the hound and brawn meet is absolutely a great moment it, it talks it, it talks a lot about who they both are where before a war the hound is willing to take out one of his own men really someone who he he probably had to suspect was pretty good at his job he's still willing to take him out just because he quote he doesn't like him and brawn doesn't want to fight he's got a beautiful naked woman on his knee he's singing songs and drinking beer all right 
but he's going to fight. And that is kind of Braun. And then, as Kevin points, the, the uh, Braun and Jamie, both Highgarden, and just kind of he and Jamie's relationship, especially during the time, speaks to what Braun is. He is definitely a man of this world. Braun is one of the characters who kind of knows what the world is really about. The Hound is like that, too. We can talk about great Hound moments. But I think that's why he survives. That's why he's confident and then also at times is not confident and knows when he shouldn't be fighting, like, say, the mountain. He knows when he's going to pull back. It's, it's, it's brawn at his core. He is very much a man of this world. I have no doubts that he's been above uh, the wall and to the north. I have no doubts he's been all the way down to the south. He's been to Essos. He's been around the world and he survived. He's got those skills. That's what I love that he is just an up-jumped sellsword. I love that he is Sir Braun. But I also like that he realizes the best way to keep surviving is to get yourself a nice, fancy castle, a lovely wife, which is why he was ready to settle down with Lawless Stokeworth. I think that also speaks to Braun. He's going to adapt. He's going to move. He's just going to keep moving forward. I go back to his first moment. I love If you haven't watched that scene in a while, go back and watch Braun meeting Tyrion for the first time. When Tyrion offers someone money, gold, for a room. Everyone's not going to do it. Braun's just like, yep, sounds good. Money, I'll sleep in the, in the bushes. I need that gold. That's Braun in a nutshell. He knows how to survive this world. He knows what really works. So Kevin's point about Bronze place in this world and who he is, it is evident time and time again. Now, because we love Braun, because Jerome Flynn does such an amazing job with Braun, it really begins to pay off during the Field of Fire battle here. Or what we're calling the Field of Fire. It's the supply train battle, I guess. Um, that moment where he gets the scorpion... First of all, I love it when he kills the Dothraki with it. But when he lines up his shots, and it's Braun versus Drogon. I know we have Jamie versus Drogon and Danny just a little while later. But that moment, as a Game of Thrones fan, that was a lump in my throat like I had not experienced. I thought in that moment Braun was going to die. Similar to when he was poisoned by the Sand Snakes in prison. I thought, is this how he's going to go? And the reason I thought back then that's why he was going to go was they allowed Jerome Flynn to sing beautifully. And he's a singer. He's a pop star in his past. So I thought, oh, they're giving him a moment to sing. He's going to go out in a prison cell poisoned by a sand snake. I fell for it. It didn't happen. Thank God. But in this moment, it just made sense. Braun versus Drogon. I didn't think Drogon was going to win there. And I didn't think maybe he'd just be hurt. In that moment, with the adrenaline pumping as a fan, you're thinking... Braun's dead. Braun is dead. It was a well-earned moment and a testament to how much this up-jump sellsword, this scoundrel, this bad man in a lot of ways, has worked his way into our hearts time after time. It's because of his moments, the lessons we learned from Braun, the little one-liners. He yet sometimes, at some points, Braun is us watching all these lords and ladies try to survive. Sir Braun of the Blackwater, here's a tip of the cap and a swig of beer in your honor here on Daily Thrones.